first recipe is coconut tapioca in a papaya bowl. The picture shows a papaya cut in half and filled with coconut tapioca. recipe starts off with a quote. Coconut tapioca is one of my favorites of all time. I also love the tropical fruit papaya. When I combined these two things together, it made my day. If you're not a big fan of papaya, you may skip the papaya bowl. Coconut tapioca by itself would be a good treat guests. Here are the ingredients. A three-quarter cup of tapioca pearls. Two large papayas, half lengthwise and seeded. One can of coconut milk. The prep time is 10 minutes. The cook time is 20 minutes. And it will be ready one hour and thirty minutes. Here are the directions. Bring a pot of water to a boil. Stir the tapioca pearls into the boiling water. Reduce heat to medium to keep water at a simmer. Cook, stirring frequently to keep the pearls from sticking to the bottom of the pot. until the water becomes thickened five to seven minutes. Drain 
Fill the pot with fresh water and bring to a boil. Once the tapioca pearls have cooled, drain the cool water from the bowl and transfer the tapioca to the boiling water. Stir again until the pearls are clear. Five to seven minutes. Then drain. Transfer the tapioca to a clean bowl and cover with cold. tapioca pearls are not completely clear. Repeat the process until they are. Pour the coconut milk into a small saucepan and place over medium heat. Simmer. Once the coconut milk is simmering, stir the tapioca into the coconut milk until the pearls are evenly coated. Remove from heat and allow the mixture to cool completely. Spoon into the papaya halves. Store in refrigerator until ready to serve. recipe is for grilled macadamia crusted tuna with papaya salsa. The recipe begins with the following quote. I recently read about the health benefits of macadamia nuts. So I thought I'd share one of my favorite recipes that combines them with grilled tuna. 
it's a great, healthy summer recipe. five minutes. The meal will be ready in 50 minutes. Here are the directions. Combine the papaya cilantro, lime juice, garlic, and hot chili paste. Toss to combine, then refrigerate until ready to serve. steaks with olive oil.
in the macadamia nuts. Cook the tuna steaks on the preheated grill to your desired degree of doneness. About two minutes per side for medium. Serve with the papaya salsa. The next recipe is summertime tropical fruit salad. Here's the quote about the recipe. yummy and refreshing fruit salad with or without the dip. You should be able to find all of the fruits in larger grocery or special food stores. You can substitute extract for the vanilla extract if you wish. The ingredients include one mango peeled, seeded, and cubed. One papaya segmented two kiwis peeled and sliced half of a fresh pineapple peeled cored and cubed seven-ounce jar of marshmallow fluff and one tablespoon of vanilla extract.
is 10 minutes. The recipe will be ready in 10 minutes. Here are the directions. In a large bowl, gently toss together the mango oranges, kiwis, and pineapple. In a medium bowl, blend cream cheese, marshmallow, and vanilla extract on medium speed with an electric mixer until smooth and creamy. Topping can be poured over fruit or left in a separate bowl for dipping. The next recipe is for fresh papaya jam. And here's a quote about the recipe. I have a tree in my backyard and needed to get rid of the large papayas. So here is a delicious jam recipe. These are the ingredients. Five cups of mashed ripe papaya. juice and pectin 
as the mixture heats. Once it is boiling, stir in the sugar and return to a boil, stirring constantly. Once the jam has returned to a boil, start a timer and boil for exactly one minute. Ladle the hot jam into the hot, sterilized canning jars and seal with the lids and rings. Allow to cool to room temperature and refrigerate any jars that do not seal. Next recipe is for papaya soup. Here is a quote about the recipe. Tinova, a Philippine papaya soup, inspired me the few recipes I found didn't have great reviews, so I revised one to make it vegetarian and to use some of my herbs and vegetables in my garden. the ingredients. Two tablespoons of coconut oil. One small onion chopped. Three quarter of a cup of red spoon of chopped fresh rosemary, three fresh sage leaves chopped, two teaspoons of thinly sliced 
fresh ginger. One small hot chili pepper. One fourteen ounce package of firm tofu. Spoons of vegetarian Worcestershire sauce, half of a teaspoon of lime juice, six cups of water. spoon of fried onions, the prep time is twenty minutes, the cook time is thirty-five minutes, the recipe Rosemary, sage, ginger, and chili pepper. Cook and stir until garlic is fragrant. Add tofu to onion mixture.
mix Worcestershire sauce and lime juice into the tofu mixture. Stir water and boil together into a bowl until dissolved. Pour over tofu mixture. Bring liquid to a simmer. Add papaya. Loosely cover stock pot. Simmer until papaya is tender yet firm to the bite. About 20 minutes. Remove stock pot from the heat. spinach, cover, and allow to sit until spinach is wilted. Ladle soup into serving bowls and top with fried onions. Apple crisp. A simple dessert that's great served with ice cream. Ingredients include 10 cups of apples. sliced, one cup of white sugar, one tablespoon of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon. One half cup of water, one cup of quick cooking oats, one cup of all-purpose flour.
oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit or 175 degrees Celsius. Place the sliced apples in a 9 by 13 inch pan. Mix the white sugar, one tablespoon flour, and ground cinnamon together, and sprinkle over the apples. Bind together the oats, one cup flour, the brown sugar, the baking powder, the baking soda, and the melted butter. apple mixture. Bake at 350 degrees Fahrenheit or 175 degrees Celsius for about 45 minutes. Lemon crisps. Easy cake mix. Lemon cookies. Ingredients include one eighteen ounce package of lemon cake mix with pudding, one cup of crisp rice cereal, one half cup of butter, oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit or 180 degrees Celsius.
together all the ingredients, including the butter, and mix well. Shaped dough into one-inch balls and place them about two inches apart on an uncreased cookie sheet. Press each flat with your thumb. Bake for nine minutes or until the edges are golden. Cool on cookie sheets for one minute. Remove and place on wire racks to cool. Enjoy your lemon crisps. Breakfast crisp. A wonderful alternative to a muffin. Ingredients include one and a half cups of quick cooking oats. oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit 
Celsius. Lightly grease a nine by nine inch baking pan. In a large bowl, stir together oats, flour, baking powder, cinnamon, and salt. In a separate bowl, cream together brown sugar and margarine. Stir the mixtures together just until blended. Pour the batter into a prepared pan. Bake in a preheated oven. 30 minutes. Insert a toothpick until it comes out clean and then it is done cooking. Allow to cool and then enjoy breakfast, crisp, peach recipes, the first one is going to be Description reads This is a simple, quick, old fashioned baked two crust peach pie made with fresh peaches and simple ingredients. It's great during summer peach season. include one fifteen ounce package pastry for a nine inch double crust pie, one egg beaten, five cups sliced, peeled peaches, two 
Jesus. Preheat the oven to 450 degrees Fahrenheit or 220 degrees Celsius. Line the bottom and sides of a 9-inch pie plate with one of the pie crusts. Brush with some of the beaten egg to keep the dough from becoming soggy later. Place the sliced peaches in a large bowl and sprinkle with lemon juice. gently in a separate bowl mix together the flour sugar cinnamon nutmeg and salt pour over the peaches and mix gently and dot with butter. Cover with the other pie crust and fold the edges under. Loot the edges to seal or press the edges the remaining egg over the top crust. Cut several slits in the top crust to vent steam. Bake for 10 minutes in the preheated oven. Then reduce the heat. 150 degrees Fahrenheit or 175 degrees Celsius.
additional 30 to 35 minutes until the crust is brown and the juice begins to bubble through the vents. If the edges brown too fast, cover them with strips of aluminum foil about halfway through baking. Cool before serving. Next recipe is roasted beet, peach, and goat cheese salad. The short description reads, this salad is a bit of work, but it's so delicious always impresses guests. Lamb's lettuce can be hard to find, so you may omit it and just use arugula. But it adds a great nutty flavor if you can find it. include two beets scrubbed, one bunch lamb's lettuce rinsed and dried, one bunch arugula rinsed dried. Two fresh peaches peeled, pitted, and sliced. Two shallots chopped. Pistachio nuts chopped, one four ounce package of goat cheese crumbled, quarter cup of walnut oil. Balsamic vinegar, salt and pepper to taste. Here are the directions. Preheat oven to three hundred. 
recipe is peach avocado salsa. The short description reads, fresh peaches with creamy avocado, bell pepper, onions, and jalapeno. Summertime salsa. Use as a topper for grilled fish or chicken, or just dip tortilla chips in it. Half red onion, 
sitzt. avocado peeled bitten and diced here are the directions gently mix peaches jalapeno pepper Red onion, red bell pepper, cilantro, garlic, lime juice, and lemon juice in a bowl. Season with salt and black pepper. wrap and refrigerate for at least 30 minutes. Fold avocado into the salsa to serve. The next recipe is old-fashioned peach cobbler. description reads, I was searching for a peach cobbler recipe that reminded me of the yummy dessert I ate as a young girl in southeast Missouri. No shortcuts here. Fresh peaches and homemade crust, but worth every minute. Absolutely delicious served warm with vanilla ice cream. The ingredients include two and a half cups of all-purpose flour. spoons of white sugar, 
peaches peeled pitted and sliced quarter cup of lemon juice teaspoon of ground nutmeg, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon, one tablespoon of cornstarch, one tablespoon the directions in a medium bowl sift together the flour three tablespoons sugar and salt work in the shortening with a pastry blender until the mixture resembles crumbs in a small bowl whisk together the egg and cold water sprinkle it over the flour mixture and work with hands to form the dough into a ball chill for 30 minutes. Preheat oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit or 175 degrees Celsius. Roll out half of dough to 1 8 inch thickness. Place 
in a 9 by 13 inch baking dish, covering the bottom and halfway up the sides. Bake for 20 minutes or until saucepan. Mix the peaches, lemon juice, and orange juice. Add half cup of butter and cook over medium-low heat until the butter is melted. In a mixing bowl, Stir together two cups sugar, nutmeg, cinnamon, and cornstarch. Mix into peach mixture. Remove from heat and pour into baked crust. Roll remaining dough to a thickness inch. Cut into half inch wide strips. Weave the strips into a lattice over the peaches. Sprinkle with one tablespoon sugar and drizzle one tablespoon of melted butter. Bake in the preheated oven for 35 to 40 minutes or until the top crust is golden brown. Next recipe is white peach sangria. The short description is a refreshing white wine sangria that is always a hit at parties. Ingredients include Seven hundred and fifty milliliter bottle of dry white wine, three quarter cup of peach flavored vodka, six tablespoons of frozen lemonade concentrate. sugar, one pound of 
the white peaches, pitted and sliced. In a large pitcher, combine dry white wine, peach vodka, lemonade concentrate, and sugar. Stir until the sugar is dissolved. Add sliced peaches, red and green grapes, refrigerate the sangria until well chilled, at least two hours, or overnight to blend the flavors. Serve over ice, and use a slotted spoon sliced peaches and grapes with each serving. The following is a proposed dinner menu from the Vintage Cookbook, 52 Sunday Dinners, by Elizabeth Miller. As I read each section of the menu, Visualize each item and the preparation process, and you may soon feel yourself drifting off to sleep. Some of the items in tonight's menu include oysters on the half shell, crab meat in tabali cases, Roast goose, potato and nut stuffing, endive celery, and green pepper salad, and chocolate nut cake. Let's begin with preparing. Oysters on the half shell. You'll need three dozen oysters, two lemons cut in quarters, salt, pepper, Tabasco, horseradish, and tomato ketchup. and leave them on the lower shell. Fill some soup plates with shaved ice and arrange each shell on ice 
having the small end of the shells point towards the center of the plate. Wash the lemons, cut them in quarters, remove their seeds, and serve each quarter in the center of each plate. Garnish each plate with sprigs of parsley arranged between the shells. Pass the remaining ingredients on a small silver tray or a cocktail dressing may be made and served in a small glass dish and passed to each guest. Next is consomme duchess, and this consomme will be served with a meringue. Begin by beating the whites of eggs until they are very stiff, and then drop them by heaping tablespoonfuls into milk heated to the scalding point in a shallow vessel. A dripping pan is the best. Use care that the milk doesn't scorch. Turn each spoonful, allowing it to cook until it sets. Place one of these individual moringues on the top of each service of consomme and sprinkle with finely chopped parsley. You're going to serve this with imperial breadsticks. And here's how you prepare those breadsticks. Cut stale bread in one-third inch slices. Remove the crusts. Spread thinly with butter. Cut slices into one-third inch strips. Put on a tin sheet and bake until a delicate brown in a hot oven. Pile them together in a log cabin fashion on a plate covered with a doily. Or if you prefer, you can serve two sticks on a plate on the side of which the soup is served. Next is crab meat in timbali cases. Here are the ingredients that you'll need. cases, two cups of crab meat, three tablespoons of butter, three tablespoons of flour, the yolks from two eggs, one tablespoon of onion, finely chopped. salt, pepper, 
mustard and nutmeg and finally two cups of hot thin cream. Now melt the butter in a saucepan, add onion, and cook for five minutes without browning. Make sure to be stirring it constantly. Add flour and continue to stir until well blended. Add that hot cream gradually. Continue stirring and add your seasoning to taste. Remove it from the stove. Add the egg yolks, which are already slightly beaten. Reheat your crab meat and sauce over water. And you're going to serve this in Swedish timbales. And here's what you'll need to make those timbales. Gather up one cup of flour, half a teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of sugar, one egg. by sifting your flour and mixing it with the salt and the sugar. Add the milk, but do it slowly, always stirring constantly. Add the well-beaten egg and the olive oil. The mixture should be very smooth. Strain it and let it stand overnight. Now heat a timbali iron in hot cotyledon. Drain and dip the iron into batter. Place in the hot cotyledon and fry until crisp and delicately browned. Remove it from the iron and invert it on brown paper. And these can be used for all kinds of creamed mixtures. Now we're going to prepare the goose. Begin by singeing and removing all the thin feathers before drawing the bird. Give it a thorough scrubbing with a brush in a warm soap solution. This is very necessary because it cleans off all the dirt that becomes mixed with the oily secretions and opens and cleanses the pores that the oil may be more readily extracted. Draw and remove everything that can be taken out. Then rinse the bird thoroughly. Sprinkle the inside lightly with salt pepper, and powdered sage. And then you're going to stuff with the following mixture and truss as turkey. 
So this stuffing that you're going to now prepare is going to be potato and nut stuffing. Here's what you'll need. Four cups of hot mashed potatoes. Two and a half tablespoons of finely chopped onion or chives. One cup of English walnut meats, chopped moderately. A half a teaspoon of paprika. One and a quarter teaspoon of salt. Half a cup of cream. Two tablespoons of butter. Just simply mix together all those ingredients and fill the body of the goose. Once you have finished the trussing, place the goose on a rack in a dripping pan. Sprinkle with salt. Cover the breast with thin slices of fat salt pork and place in the oven. of an hour, baste it often with the fat in the pan, then remove the pan from the oven and drain off all the fat. Remove the slices of pork and sprinkle again with salt and dredge with flour and return to the oven. When the flour is delicately browned, Add one cup of boiling water and baste often. Add more water whenever necessary. Sprinkle it lightly with salt and again dredge with flour. Cook until tender from one and one half to three hours according to the age of the bird. If you have a very young goose, it is infinitely better to steam or braise it until tender than dredge it with salt and flour and brown it richly on the oven. You're going to serve the bird on a bed of cress and garnish with baked snow or Jonathan apples. Now you're going to prepare Chantilly applesauce with horseradish. Begin by paring, coring, and cutting into quarters five medium-sized greenings. Cook with very little water, and when quite dry, rub through with a fine puree strainer. Spoons of grated 
horseradish. Then fold in an equal quantity of whipped cream. Serve at once with roast goose, ducks, or goslings. Now you'll prepare onions or gratin. Cook one quart of uniform-sized silver-skinned onions in boiling salted water. When they are quite tender, drain and turn into a baking dish. Cover them with cream sauce. Sprinkle the top with fine buttered cracker crumbs and finish cooking. Make sure to brown those crumbs delicately though. Now you'll prepare endive, celery, and green pepper salad. Select some crisp, well-bleached heads of endive. Separate the leaves, keeping the green leaves separate from the bleached leaves. Wash and dry them. Dispose the leaves on individual plates of ample size. Arrange the green leaves first, then the bleached leaves, until you've formed a nest. Fill the centers with the hearts of celery in one half-inch pieces. Cut a slice from the stem end of crisp red and green peppers. Remove the seeds and veins and cut shreds possible using some shears. Now strew these shreds over each portion and just before serving, marinate each with French dressing. Our dessert tonight is going to be chocolate nut cake, but we're also going to serve it with hot chocolate sauce and vanilla ice cream. So let's prepare that ice cream. Gather up the following. Three quarters of a cup of sugar. One third of a cup of water. One quart of cream. And one and a half tablespoons of vanilla. Make a syrup by boiling the sugar and the water for three minutes. Cool that slightly and add cream, add vanilla, and freeze it. Pack it into a brick-shaped mold. Bury it in salt and ice and then just let that stand for several hours. In the meantime, let's prepare some hot chocolate sauce. Melt two squares of chocolate in a saucepan. Add one cup of sugar, one tablespoon of butter, and two-thirds of a cup of boiling hot water. Simmer that for 15 minutes. 
when it cools. Add three-fourths of a teaspoon of vanilla. And now we can prepare our chocolate nut cake. You'll need one-third of a cup of cardolene, two cups of sugar, four eggs, one cup of milk, two and one-thirds cups of flour, four teaspoons of baking powder, a quarter of a teaspoon of salt, squares of chocolate that you'll melt, three quarters of a cup of English walnut meats broken into pieces, and half a teaspoon of vanilla. Begin by creaming the cardolene. Add one cup of sugar gradually but also stirring constantly. Beat the egg yolks until they are thick and light. Gradually add that remaining cup of sugar and then combine all that together. Add the melted chocolate. Now mix and sift the flour, the baking powder, and the salt and add to the first mixture alternately with milk. Add the nut meats and the vanilla, then cut and fold in the whites of eggs, beaten stiff. Turn into a well-greased tube pan and bake for 45 minutes in a moderate oven. After it is cooled, Spread with boiled frosting. Alright, now that is all your menu items that you prepared. To conclude, place all your menu items into suitable serving dishes. Place lids on the warming dishes and add appropriate utensils to each item. I hope you and your guests have a pleasant dinner. Tonight is another guided preparation of a dinner menu from a vintage cookbook. The special menu for tonight includes consomme with seasoned egg, breaded sea bass, Norwegian potatoes, stewed tomatoes, cabbage relish, and lemon pie with meringue. As I guide you through the preparation of each menu item, visualize each ingredient in the preparation process of that menu item. And hopefully, you should feel yourself slowly drifting off to sleep. I'll begin with 
the season deck. Gather up the following. One hard cook deck. One eighth of a teaspoon of salt. A few grains of pepper. up the boiled yolk. Rub that through a sieve. Add some finely chopped parsley with the other seasonings added to it and add the cream. Moisten with some of the yolk Consistency is good to handle. Use your hands now to shape the yolk into tiny balls and then poach for two minutes in boiling water or you can boil it in a little consomme. Remove the yolks a skimmer. Now to six cups of hot consomme. Add your egg balls, serving three or four in each portion. Now ideally you should serve this at once, so make sure you time this portion of the meal just right. sea bass. Begin the preparation by removing the skin from the sea bass. Remove the bone and then cut the fillets into pieces that are good for serving. Rub the fillets with the cut side of a lemon. Sprinkle on a little salt, a little pepper, and now dredge the filet with flour. Whip up an egg in a separate bowl. Dilute that egg with two tablespoons of cold water. Now take your filets them in that egg. And now press those fillets into some fine cracker crumbs. And if you want a thicker breading, then keep repeating this process of dipping the fillets in the egg and then into the fine cracker crumbs. Place your fillets 
some salt 
taste of Tabasco sauce, two tablespoons of sugar, and one-fourth of a cup of butter. Put this in a pan. serving dish. Now we're going to prepare the cabbage relish. Begin by gathering up some white cabbage. Chop it up so it's very fine. And make about two cups worth. Chop up one green pepper and one medium-sized Bermuda onion. Mix this all together very well and season it with one teaspoon of salt, one-eighth of a teaspoon of black pepper, one teaspoon celery seed, and three tablespoons of sugar. Now take one-fourth of a cup of vinegar, add two tablespoons of very cold water, and add this to your relish. ahead of time, because your last step here is to chill it for a little while, so you want to serve it slightly cool, and when you serve it, serve it on crisp lettuce leaves, and now we'll move on to preparing the dessert, which is going to be lemon pie with meringue. We'll first create the lemon pie, and then we'll create the meringue. So starting with the lemon pie, go ahead and gather up the following ingredients. Three quarters of a cup of sugar. One cup by mixing together the sugar, 
nostalgically quaint. The special menu for tonight includes chivanot salad, chicken noodle soup, peppercorn beef, pasta with red sauce, and steamed Cornish pudding. As I guide you through the preparation of each menu item, visualize each ingredient and the preparation process of that menu item, and hopefully you should feel yourself slowly drifting off to sleep. The first item is chiffonat salad. section of grapefruit. Remove the outer pulp layer from each section and then cut each section in half. Peel and chill four medium-sized tomatoes. And when cold enough, into slices. Cut several bleached chicory leaves into long thin strips. Arrange them in nest forms on serving dishes and arrange the prior ingredients in separate mounds in each nest. To each dish, marinate with a little French dressing. Add a garnish of chopped parsley. Also add green and red sweet peppers. Cut also into thread-like strips. And then finally, Add some sprigs of peppergrass. The next items are the noodles that will add to the noodle soup. Start with one egg, a half teaspoon of salt, flour, and a few grains of nutmeg. Now beat the egg slightly. Add the salt and the nutmeg and add enough flour to make the dough stiff. Knead the dough on a floured board until smooth and elastic. Roll it out on a sheet as thin as paper. Cover and let it stand for about half an hour. Now roll it up loosely. Cut it to your desired width 
sliced carrots, one large turnip sliced, and half an onion sliced up. Add two dashes of parsley, two dashes of thyme, and one dash of marjoram. Cover it and heat to the boiling point. You can skim any fat off the top when necessary. Once it starts boiling, reduce the heat and just allow it to simmer until the meat is tender. And this should take about four to five hours. After that, transfer it to a large serving platter. And now you can also strain that remaining stock and use that for soups or sauces if you like. And I would recommend a nice horseradish sauce when you serve it. Now we'll also be serving and therefore preparing pasta with red sauce. But don't think that you're going to get your sauce from any jar or can. You will be preparing your own red tomato sauce tonight. So let's prepare the tomato sauce first and then we'll prepare the pasta. Alright, for the tomato sauce, gather up the following. One half can of tomatoes. One eighth of a teaspoon of baking soda. One teaspoon of sugar. Six peppercorns. And again, if you want a stronger flavor, then you can boost that up to 10 peppercorns if you want. If you want your entire meal to have this thematic infusion of peppercorns for tonight. Also gather up two cloves, one sliced onion, some bay leaves, half a teaspoon of salt, a few grains of cayenne pepper. So that's the genuine uncrushed version of cayenne pepper. And then three more ingredients. Gather up four tablespoons of butter, three tablespoons of flour, one cup of brown stock. Now begin by heating the tomatoes to the boiling point and then add the baking soda, the sugar, the peppercorns, the cloves, the onion, two 
pepper. Cook this for about 20 minutes. After that, rub it through a puree strainer and then add the stock in a separate saucepan. Heat up your butter, add the flour, and continue browning that while you stir it constantly. Then combine that with your tomato sauce. Combine it slowly and mix it well. And now your sauce is ready for your pasta. So now let's move on to preparing the pasta. Cook one cup of linguine in boiling salted water for about 20 minutes. Drain it and then pour cold water over it to keep the pieces from sticking with one and a half cups of your tomato sauce. Add one half cup of grated cheese. Place all this in a buttered baking dish. Cover it with buttered crumbs and then bake it for 20 minutes in a hot oven. Let's prepare the dessert, steamed Cornish pudding. Gather up three tablespoons of shortening, one cup of sugar, two eggs, one cup of milk, two cups of flour, spoons of baking powder and a quarter of a teaspoon of salt. Whip the shortening while adding the sugar gradually. Keep stirring constantly and then add yolks of eggs that have been beaten very lightly. Now mix in some sifted flour, baking powder, and salt. Add the milk gradually. Cut and fold in the stiffly beaten whites of eggs. Turn all this in a well-buttered tube mold and steam hours. You've now prepared all the courses. So now just place all your menu items into suitable serving dishes.
lids on the warm dishes and add appropriate utensils to each item. I hope you and your imaginary guests have a pleasant dinner. This is the end of tonight's Fade Out episode. I hope you are deeply relaxed. If you'd like to listen to many more Fade Out episodes right now, then peek at the show notes or visit sleepwhispers.com. Or if you are now ready to fall,